Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and every banana you said you would turn into banana bread. I'm Alicia Herder. And I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, herbalism, witches in the news, and an easy spell for grounding. Get down there. <laughs> down on the ground. It says for ground. <laughs> an easy spell for the ground. <laughs> for every ground type everywhere. I like am always let's leave those bananas I'll make it into banana bread and I made it into banana bread one time and I was like I don't know if I like banana bread <laughs> <laughs> after all of that all of that waiting and that anguish and all of the little bananas thrown into the trash that are like no! and then to find out these bananas never had any hope to begin with. It's an endless cycle with me. Is that why you put chocolate chips in your banana bread? Yeah, because I like chocolate. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of helps. Yeah, I agree. I'm also can get down. Don't hate me for this. Nuts and banana bread. A little nutty bread. I like the little surprise crunch. It's like a crunch bar. Mm -hmm. Is it because you like nuts? <laughs> I don't actually. I'm not a huge nut fan. But <laughs> Tara, what's your favorite kind of nut? My nut. Gross. Go get it out of here. Get that out of here. Peanut butter. Pe I, you know. I do like peanut butter. I can get down with peanut butter. It's really good. Put it on burgers. Put it on with chocolate. Put it in smoothies. Chrissy Teigen made um ants on a log, which is celery. And you put peanut butter and chocolate chips on top. She's a psychopath. Well, it was like a healthy snack for her kid, Luna. And so she was like, okay, Luna, now eat it. And Luna goes grabs chocolate chips and just puts them in her mouth and she was like no i meant the ants on a log and luna's just like huh <laughs> you want me to eat the salary <laughs> what the fuck i eat this trash i'm not gonna eat that it's a poor man's churro then I'm she had to like in my mouth. eat it on the instagram story and chrissy's like do you like it and luna's like it's like just a thumbs up. It's like, man, that kid hates that. She just wants to be eating chocolate chips. She's like, yeah. It's this is normal. what happens when you're like, mom's a chef, you know? It's just like, fuck. There's also, I have never met a single person that was like, I love ants on a log. I've never heard of them until now. Oh, man. I feel like they were all over Blue's Clues. Like, people were always telling me, like, oh, yeah, this is like a kid's snack. I can understand, like, a high junior in college who's poor and only has peanut butter and some celery that their mom had bought them in the first week of college left yeah. in their fridge and was like this is fine but if celery has no calories you're basically only eating the peanut butter and the chocolate chips so why don't you just eat peanut butter and chocolate chips wait 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 so i'm okay right yes what you have said is correct i need to go back because i don't think i was listening did she put chocolate chips on these yes those are the ants oh I've always seen it as raisins, which I was also like, oh. why are you punishing <laughs> your children? They love you implicitly. Like, they trust you. They trust you and you've ruined everything. You are their rock. That You are the whole thing that makes them happen as yeah. a human being. I can see my mom being like, I don't like celery and I don't like raisins. And her just be like, my kids aren't doing this. That's dumb. <laughs> and I think that's why I never had them. Yeah, well, she's probably smart. Which Great I mean, mom. peanut butter and raisins make... A lot more sense for a healthy snack than putting chocolate chips and like ruining everything. Yes. It's like, oh, let's just put a little green in here. We'll just kind of disguise that it's not a mouthful of shit you're eating. Yeah, it's like so much sugar. Did I have an update today? Let me see. Oh, my roots are coming in. See? Oh, I hadn't even noticed. They're like, by the time this podcast comes out, they'll probably be to like my ear. So I'm wow. getting very excited because I was going to just start dyeing my hair slightly lighter colors oh <laughs> that was my whole plan <laughs> as a transition to mm -hmm. create the oh that's funny from black back to like dirty blonde so i was like okay so i'll just get like a dark brown and then the next time like a slightly less dark brown and i was like i don't know i don't know anything about hair but i was like this sounds like it could work it's a long con <laughs> but it sounds like it could maybe work but now like shit i might just 
Yeah, like grow it out long enough that you can chop it off. Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? But I do also like long hair for the summer, so I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. But also... If we're in quarantine in the summer, then I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, no one's going to be seeing you besides me. And you look beautiful in all hairs. Thank you. All your hairs are beautiful. All of them. They just want to be Not that one. I hate that one. (laughs) Just push it back. Push it back. She wasn't talking to you. It's fine. What do you got for us? What's up? What's up with you? I panicked and spent almost $100 at a Walgreens yesterday. What'd you, what were you going to get? I love Walgreens. I do. And, okay, so they have a thing about how one of their pharmacists refused to serve. It was either a trans <sighs> woman or a gay person. Walgreens. And then like their CEO like backed up their pharmacist or whatever. It was like something ridiculous. So like, it is a huh. So trying to keep my relationship together. With Walgreens? No, with my boyfriend. Oh, okay. And I was running out of makeup. Mm-hmm. And so I kept like putting off and putting off. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like order online, but I don't want to order on Amazon and not like Walgreens is a small business or anything. But like I would prefer not to just buy a bunch of stuff off Amazon, especially makeup, because you kind of have to like look at your skin, even though yeah, every, to make sure it matches and stuff. Yeah. Every time I get it wrong anyway, and I look like a clown person, but it's a little too orange, but you know, it's fine. It's, it's hard. It's a lot of sun. My hands are tanner than my face. <laughs> so... <laughs> We go and it's we went yesterday. This means nothing to you now, which is because yesterday could be any day that you're listening to this. Totally. But like this was yesterday. It was cold and it was windy. Mm-hmm. And like we w- were walking to the Walgreens and there's people outside evenly spaced apart. There's like six people. Yeah. Evenly spaced apart, like lining up with duct tape. Right. And so like it's cold. It's windy. The line is not moving that fast. Mike keeps being like, no, let's stay. It's fine. It's fine. Like we're getting closer to the front and he keeps being like, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. And you're only there for makeup. I'm only there for (laughs) foundation (laughs) to cover my pock covered face. Amazing. And so like we get to the front and we realize that the reason the line is moving so slow is because only five people are allowed to be in the store at one time. The store is massive. It's huge. Mm -hmm. And there's a police officer at the front. So it's really only five people. It's really, you're not getting by her. And I said hi to her several times and she did not smile. It's not like a bouncer. It's not. Can you slip on my 20 so you can cut the line? (laughs) She will, yeah, take me to jail. So like we're up front. It's me and him. And then I realized that it's five people. It's not five groups. So it's like we would have to wait for two people to leave in order for us to both go in. And I look at him and he's like go it's fine (laughs) and so like i walk in i say hi a police officer she does not smile it's fine i'm not thinking about it anymore and i just realize as i'm walking in i'm like oh my god that took so long i should get as much possible things in this one trip yes as humanly possible so i replenished my entire makeup collection amazing and then bought a bunch of nail polish and then bought a bunch of shampoo and conditioner and then i was like "Hmm, i think i need a notebook and maybe some pencils and your boyfriend's just waiting outside waiting (laughs) i was like batteries i think we need batteries (laughs) i love it and then i got to the counter and i was in panic mode so i like wasn't looking at the price i was just like this is my normal brand and i don't like wear makeup during the work week mm-hmm. pretty much only wear makeup on the weekends if we were going out and we're not anymore so i'm just like wearing makeup in the evening sometimes yeah and to like remind him what he got into yeah like You're what just he like, was promised <laughs> i am not a troll <laughs> i am actually a beautiful woman <laughs> whenever they would do those like which celebrity do you look like i always got larry king because i wore glasses <laughs> and <laughs> always the first result <laughs> Awful, awful. Anyway, I get up to the front of the line because I'm used to like buying makeup like, oh, I buy blush and then I use the same blush for like six, seven months. Yeah. It's like $89. And then I'm looking at my stuff and I'm like, oh, we can't go back now. This woman has been like, it's like Mike's been waiting outside for 30 minutes like in the cold. And um, in the wind. And he can't even duck into a different building because everything's closed. Yeah, he says to stand outside. But, like, far enough away from the line. That, and the like, door. Yeah. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Anyway, I was like, I got you some shampoo. It was for me. Yeah. But now he knows. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, also, 
We got a message. We got a message. From a baby witch. Ooh. A couple episodes ago, we were talking about runes. Yes. You remember runes. I remember runes. Nazis, runes. Yes. I learned a lot, a lot that day. A lot of Nazi content. And we got a message from a sweet BB witch named Kayleen or Kaylin. I would say Kayleen. I think so. I'm not going to say her handle in case she's like in witness protection or something. So this is her message. Can you have an Instagram if you're in witness protection? Maybe she dyed her hair. Maybe she used to wear glasses and she looks really different now. That's fair. Okay. So she says, hi. Well, she didn't say that. Because I imagine she did. She was just went She in, just like, went in. She just like, like raw dogged your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> no formalities or anything. At all. So, so she says, so maybe this answers the question of why the runes are so pointy. Ausatru are told that when Odin fell from the tree that he hung himself from, he had prepared nine, quote, glory twigs that fell with him. Okay. The twigs arranged themselves in a pattern that contained all the runes. Three vertical three northwest to southeast and three northeast to southwest those that's diagonal but in the different diagonals but in a different diagonal so odin's sacrifice was to gain the knowledge and power of runes and then she says the whole thing is in poetic ada a scary long poem that is hard for anyone to understand Ooh! and then she dropped us some links so she sent us to sunnyway.com and timelessmyth.com and she said not being ousted true myself I can appreciate the story because the nine twigs represent nine basic healing herbs in traditional medicine, which leads us perfectly into our topic today. How interesting. I had no idea Odin hung himself. I think that's the Yggdrasil. Oh, but I thought it was the tree of life. I don't know, guys. And death. I guess it makes sense. Damn. How it comes back around. Glory twigs is an amazing pairing of words. That's a butt thing. That's what that is. You find that on adamandeve.com. <laughs> Please note, Alicia and Tara are not medical professionals. Everything they say is satire and an express view. Yes, they both have master degrees and do a lot of research, but please consult your licensed doctors. They say lives, goddammit. And please, don't eat that nightshade. So, the topic today is... Plants. Herbalism. Plants. Which are made with plants. Yes. It all checks out. <laughs> the data says. I was checking. Our spreadsheets. <laughs> like, are these all plant-based? <laughs> yes, they are. So Perfect. herbalism is considered folk medicine, mm-hmm. also known as traditional medicine. There's a lot of different folk. Is this also alternative medicine? I'm going to say that it's not alternative medicine because alternative medicine is poison. Oh. And if it was actual medicine, it would just be called medicine. <laughs> That's fair. So there's a lot of different people in the world. Big players that show up in herbalism are Chinese herbalism, who wrote down everything. They're so smart. Indian herbalism also wrote down things. Oh my God, so smart. Western folk medicine, which we're not great about writing (laughs) things down. And everything had to be in a fucking poem. (laughs) We're so annoying. (laughs) It's just very extra. So most of what we're going to talk about today is not necessarily about going into like particular genres of herbalism. Because I think that would be like a 10-hour episode. So we'll probably... And we got things to do. Yo. Well, I guess we don't, but (laughs) shit. We have to... No. We don't have to shower. No, yeah, you're right. We might have to eat. I had some popcorn just now. Oh, fuck. We're good to go for a bit. Okay, so... (laughs) You eating popcorn and my just stomach issues, like, we'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, my my just like (laughs) deep-seated illness. So the idea is that... All plants produce chemical compounds just by living their little damn plant lives. Oh, they're so great. You give off methane when you fart. and That's the- all we give. <laughs> plants are just giving off everything yeah. and we only give off methane. And it's hurting the environment. And then the oh. chinchona tree produces quinine that has been used to treat malaria. Life is beautiful. Unless you have a heart condition and then you shouldn't take quinine. Oh my God. You <laughs> said quinine. Is that the same thing as chinchona chinchona is the tree quinine is the material that is in them plants have the primary metabolites that's sugars and stuff that they make from sunlight which is like their go-go juice Mm. and then plants have these secondary metabolites which vary widely so that's like developing toxins to deter predators and secreting something to attract pollinators it's these secondary metabolites that people have been using to treat their headaches and fuck better for centuries i love it before we tell you about aloe for your sunburns, or turmeric in your tea, I want to tell you about some of the types of people you're going to find online when you decide to get into herbalism. I am so ready. Tell me about them. Okay, so Let's open, goss. open your burn book. <laughs> Opened. 
First, you're going to run into essential oil people. So it's my dream to do an expose on the snake oil that is most essential oils. And I'm just going to say, and I know people are going to come for me because of this, but you really need to be careful about the grandiose claims that essential oil people make. So I'm like a fan of tea tree oil, Mm -hmm. science. I'm a fan of lavender, also science. I'm a fan of eucalyptus, more science. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a fan of like oregano oil. Okay. So just do your research and then that's all I'm going to say. Can I ask like a super dumb question? You may. What the fuck is the point of essential oils? I keep getting essential oils. Like people will be like, oh, have this essential oil, blah, blah. And I don't know what to do with it. Do I burn it? Do I put it on my hands? Like what the fuck am I doing with this? It's wild. So like basically the idea is that you can burn them. So you can put a candle underneath them in like a glass container of some kind. Not glass, but like some sort of non-flammable container for aromatherapy. Okay. And there are certain types of oils that are supposed to be good for aromatherapy, like lavender, which is supposed to calm you down and stuff like that. Okay. Other ones like tea tree oil or eucalyptus. I can't remember if these are exactly the ones, but some of them are like, they're good for your skin. So you just put them on like a skincare routine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, they're good for, I'm trying to think of other things. Tea tree oil is supposed to, I think, do not quote me on this, baby witches, and do not at me, because you should be Googling this, but I think tea tree oil is supposed to be good for, like, antimicrobials or something like that. I don't even know what that is. Tea tree oil? Or no, antimicrobials, like micro... Microbials? My, micro, micro creatures. Micro... But micro. anti them. Very racist against microbials. Okay. Maybe cut that. Cut no, that part I don't know. I it could be that. funny, but I don't... It sounds like you also don't know what they are. Basically, it's, it's that like you're supposed to do things with them and they're supposed to be good for you. But half the time it's like people being like, oh, yeah, like, why don't you put like some oil that has like the slight. It's like fucking uh, what's it called? LaCroix. Yeah, it is the LaCroix of medicine. OK. Then there's also people that want to kill you with arsenic and bleach. That a lot of people. It's enough people that you should be worried. OK. Some natural supplements you can buy online have been shown to contain fucking arsenic, lead, and cadmium. That you can buy online. That you can buy online and they say that they're going to be good for you, but then they do tests on them and they're like, oh, this is poison. (laughs) Thanks, Russia. And I'm not talking about like a little bit of arsenic that's going to give you a little tummy ache. I'm talking like these could poison you. (laughs) It's okay if it's a little bit of arsenic. You know, it's good for your skin. (laughs) Strike good bones. So if you have children... I understand if you want to skip ahead a little bit because I need to mention the case of the Highland teething tablets. Uh Uh-oh. Is this where babies die? Yes. So over a period of 10 years, the homeopathic company Highland, which is still around today, produced teething tablets that were giving babies, babies, seizures. Oh, my God. 370 babies (gasps) became delirious, passed out, stopped breathing, turned blue. Delirious? They're already delirious. They're even more. How do you quantify that? They turned blue and eight tragically died. Oh, my God. So you'd think that after, like, year seven or year eight, Highland would pull these products because they're just good people. But it wasn't until the FDA issued a mandatory recall for the product in 2016. Oh, my God. That they fucking did anything about them. And do you want to know what's inside them? No, what? Deadly Nightshade. Belladonna. Like fucking Tim Burton? Like lit, like fucking <laughs> Hunger Games. What the fuck? Poison. The most, so, super poison. And they're just like, duh, duh, duh. oh, this is a pretty flower. Well, that's like the whole point of like a lot of these homeopathic remedies. Is that like, they're like, oh, it's like mostly water. So they're not regulated. And then they're like, it's just like a little bit of bleach. It's just like a little bit of lead. You're microdosing. I'm microdosing these babies? Yeah. Oh my God. It's not natural medicine, but one day I want to do a Vaults of the Obscure episode on the miracle mineral supplement people. If you're interested in like the horrors people will do to each other for money. It's like psycho. Just for natural living i don't know anything about these people the miracle mineral supplement people believed that consuming bleach could like purify your body and cure all kinds of shit intestinally cure all kinds of cancer i mean it cleans the bathroom like literally industrial bleach like fucking like like bleaching their kids ew it's awful so you just gotta be careful when you run into stuff You're also going to run into anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxers are a particularly insidious brand of natural 
medicine? I don't really know um, if you would call them medicine. Anti-vaccine ideology was created when a bunch of idiots saw that someone had discovered the vaccine for smallpox. Okay. Before vaccines, one in 13 of all deaths were from smallpox. That's kind of wild. It's so many. Yeah. Milkmaids had discovered that if you expose yourself to cowpox, you'd get a big nasty sore on your arm, you'd get sick for a week, and then you'd be immune to smallpox for five to seven years. Amazing. That's kind of cool. Thank you, maids. Thank you. A man presented the milkmaid's findings to the scientific community, and some people saw that and said, no, I think God wants me to be sick. And then they ruined everything. Wow. So if you're against vaccines, why don't you just like, come over here a second. Marcel, put me in the left ear. No, no, come over here. Yeah, come over here. No, it's, it'll just take a second. Okay, so I know that you live with a lot of fear. You could be afraid of many different things. You could be afraid of autism. You could be afraid of getting sick from vaccines. Doctors are known for having horrible bedside manner. Yeah, I hate that. Not great. You think that you're special and you won't get sick. Or maybe you're in some kind of cult and you're afraid of your cult leader. But your cult leader lets you listen to podcasts. So maybe they're not that bad. No, they're not that bad. There is no credible evidence that vaccines are bad for you. Vaccines do not cause autism. My brother is on the spectrum and he's a beautiful giant man who I love to punch and can't handle fireworks and he is good and you should not be afraid of him. No valid scientific research can tie vaccines and autism together. In addition, allergic reactions to vaccines are so rare and happen within minutes while you're probably still at the doctor's office and they will save you. So I get that you're afraid, but you really don't have to be. So cut it out before I beat the shit out of you. Yo, and Tara hates needles, so this is saying a lot. I don't like vaccines either, but not ideologically. I'm just a wuss. <laughs> They're pointy. They are pointy. So the other thing you're probably going to run into, fake cancer cures. This one is pretty simple. If something claims to cure cancer and you can buy it on Amazon, it is a lie. Just one big fat lie. The other one that you're going to run into is Alex Jones. Who is this? Is this a man or a lady? This is a man. You don't know Alex Jones? I don't know Alex oh, Jones. Oh, you would. He is, oh. he is Rush Limbaugh and Trump and like some sort of strange swamp man came together and then decided to bolster the alt-right is he from florida he's where is he from texas oh that makes a lot of there sense you go. so anyway he puts lead in things just like willingly i don't know if he himself knows but he has all of these things he runs like an internet show which used to be like a radio show and like a uh, cable tv show like one of those late night ones public access and one day we will too it's fine someday mm -hmm. anyway behind the bastards has an amazing episode on where he comes from texas and how he's <laughs> evolved over the years and he's someone that i just like love to hate Ooh, he sounds dangerous which couldn't you just like going back to the lead and stuff actually what's the point of putting lead in things i think that it was just like a it's a really easy material to work with like it's malleable okay because i can understand like poison like to put poison in things like one you're gonna kill your husband and like get all the gold like duh okay mm -hmm. Or two, you're just an entrepreneur. <laughs> you think someone's going to kill you to get all your gold. And so you're like microdosing it so that when they actually try, you're like, sucka, I'm immune mm -hmm. to poison because that's obviously how poison works, right? Mm -hmm. But lead doesn't, I'm a pencil. Like, I don't know. What the fuck do you do with lead? Okay, so lead is not in a pencil. That's graphite. But we call it pencil lead. I know, because I think it used to be lead, but it's not lead. I don't even use pencils anymore. I don't know why I'm this upset. Because you're a modern woman. I only use the nice pens. <laughs> The big ones. No, not the big ones. The those gel ones. The gel pens? Ooh. Not not gel pens. Like <laughs> not not copyright. Don't, don't, gel no, pens. no, no, not gel pens. I'll have to figure it out. My favorite pens and get back to you on it. Okay, so I don't know where the lead comes from in Alex Jones's products. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that people are like, yeah, let's just put lead in this. I could imagine that the factories that are employing allegedly, ugh, allegedly, mm -hmm. that would employ slave labor in random parts of china or mm -hmm. you know other places where those things exist that their machinery would have lead in it yeah and then that leaches onto the materials and then you're like drinking muscle milk or something like that to become like his whole thing is about like being a very aggro like caveman and being like he looks a little chonky oh yeah he's super chonky <laughs> he's the one that came up with the the liberals are making frogs gay to turn us gay if I could make a frog gay, I would. That sounds so much fun. I want some kiss. It sounds delightful. Love is beautiful. Love is beautiful. Even between gay frogs. His hairline's receding. He's overweight. I don't... A very red-faced. He's very red-faced. Like, probably doesn't have a good skincare routine. Mm -mm. I don't... And he's also a pretty heavy alcoholic. Of course he is. Of 
course. All right. Okay, so this leads me into my next segment, a little game I like to call Can I Eat That? Yay! So excited. Okay. Okay. This is how you play. Yes. Can I eat that? I tell you a thing. You tell me if you can eat it. Okay. Not physically, but whether you should eat it. I guess it should be called, oh. should I eat that? But Should I eat that? You can eat a lot of things. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce this. It is Aristolichia. Nope. Okay. Anyway, also known as Dutchman's Pipe or Birthwort. A favorite treat of swallowtail butterflies, it grows all over the world and has been taken by mouth to prevent seizures, increase sexual desire, Boost the immune system and start menstruation. Start menstruation? I guess when you're 17, you're like, I haven't. I'm she just, hasn't come. I'm all blocked up. <laughs> I'm constipated. Ah, Alicia, can you eat that? I'm going to say yes because butterflies do. Final answer. <laughs> I trust butterflies. People have tattoos of them. We're very bonded to butterflies. You should not trust butterflies. <gasps> Aristolochia is unsafe. Oh, It fuck. contains aristolochic acid. <laughs> I'm sorry, which is toxic to the kidneys and causes cancer. Use of allerostat, the Dutchman's pipe, can cause kidney damage, leading to the need for kidney dialysis and a kidney transplant. It also greatly increases the risk of bladder cancer and other urinary tract cancers. You can find it online to buy. Ew. Isn't that awful? And they're probably like, swallowtail butterflies love it. Yeah. You will too. And I'm like, a butterfly. I am a butterfly. <laughs> Constantly in metamorphosis. It's fucking rude as shit. All right, next. Okay. Comfrey. Comfrey. A shrub we've talked about before that grows in Europe, Asia, and North America. The roots and leaves have been used for over 2,000 years to treat muscle pains, bruises, and arthritis, to relieve pain and inflammation. It has beautiful purple, blue, and white flowers. Alicia, can you eat that? Uh, I mean, if we've been doing it for 2,000 years, I guess so. Comfrey should not be ingested. No. You could die. <laughs> Your liver cannot take this kind of abuse. The Food and Drug Administration and many countries have banned oral comfrey supplements. People will tell you it will help you on the inside, but you should not put it on the inside. But you can put this on topically. Would you eat Tiger Bomb? No. Do not eat this. Rub it on your achy ankle when you've taken too much ibuprofen for the day. Okay. Well, now I know. It just sounded like, you know, comfrey, like comfy. Like yeah. I just trusted it. Comfy for my tummy time. And then you said like purple, blue, and white flower. It sounds so nice. Yeah, I tricked you. So pretty. I knew what I was doing. You knew all the right words. <laughs> all right. Last. Apricot kernel. I do not know why they call it the kernel because they mean the pit. Oh. Apricots, if you're not familiar, are a yummy fruit. People have been taking these gnarly pits orally, either in an extract or an oil, to cure their cancer. And what did we say about cure-alls for cancer? Alicia, can you eat that? No, because my mom never let me eat the pits of anything, so I assume all pits are bad. Linda, thank you. Oh, thank God. Because apricot kernels should not be eaten. They produce a toxin called amygdalin. When your beautiful and powerful human body takes this in, it transforms into cyanide, which what? is very poisonous. There was some initial interest in apricot kernels because it was thought that the cyanide-borne amygdalin would be taken in by the cancer first and kill it because I guess it could choose. Oh. It did not. <laughs> it just poisons people. Oh. So that has been, can I eat that? Where the answer is always no. <laughs> <laughs> but we always hope it's yes. We just want it. We just want to I, be smarter than the doctors. I just want to try new things. So natural doesn't always mean safe. And hopefully that doesn't scare you from the things we're about to tell you. It might though. <laughs> It just might. Okay, so what can we kind of eat? Peonies? The flower? Oh, peonies. The flower. The flower. It's charming. Great. I love yeah. peonies. They're beautiful. I love me a spring flower. Oh, my God. Spring, summer. Ooh, give me in so there. Gorgeous. So gorgeous. Sunflowers, peonies, tulips. My faves. Done. Mm -hmm. Fall the rest of the time. Dead leaves everywhere. Peonies are native to Asia, Europe, and Western North America. You can eat the roots and the seeds, but the blossoms are the most commonly used part, and apparently they taste just like how they smell? Like perfume? Yeah. I don't know. Like soap. <laughs> the main benefit of peonies is their ability to heal inflammation and one specific species, the Peonia lactiflora. Oh, 
Okay. Is used in Chinese medicine to treat rheumatoid arthritis, hepatitis, muscle cramping, spasms, and fever. Nice. And you can also make like a lot of shit out of peonies, like peony cocktails, peony ice cream, which sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Peony jam. Okay. Or you can make like bath salts and even like a sugar bath scrub, which you do not eat those things. Don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> I babies I love you you can literally eat the petals just do not eat the bath salts that's all I'm saying <laughs> that's it babies you're not dumb are you oh my god I hope not all right we also got St. John's wart spelled w-o-r-t not w-a-r-t I don't know why I wonder if wart and wart I said the same thing <laughs> <laughs> wart and wart you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah come from different places they have to right like how people are like a holler there's hollering and then there's like a holler and then there's Hoosier. And then there's for people in Indiana. Crazy. Yeah, we don't make sense. But St. John's wort is a plant with really beautiful yellow flowers that has been in traditional European medicine for possibly as long as the ancient Greeks. So it's been around for like a bit, a second. The name St. John's wort refers to John the Baptist because the plant blooms around the feast of John the Baptist in late June. I tried to look up like what John the Baptist is like famous for and I got so bored that I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he did get executed, but that was like the most interesting I think part. They all did pretty much. You have to be a saint. Either you have to like be executed, be Mother Teresa, or have starved yourself to death. Usually, if you were a woman, you starved yourself to death. Because men don't listen to you otherwise. No, I have to be skinny. <sighs> Size zero or bust. St. John's wort is now mostly used as a dietary supplement for depression, which is interesting. Those with menopausal pains, ADHD, and OCD. Topically, it can be used for putting on wounds, you know, to like make your little boo-boos go away. The flowering tops of St. John's wort are used to prepare teas, tablets, capsules, and liquid extracts. However, dun, 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 um, the asterisk that you read crack. <laughs> in the very small print at the bottom. When you are taking St. John's wort, you must not eat or drink certain foods that are high in tyramine. And if you are like, what the fuck is tyramine? What is it? I don't fucking know. So it's some kind of like chemical thing, but it raises your blood pressure to dangerous levels, which can be like cause life threatening symptoms such as sudden and severe headaches, confusion, blurred vision, nausea, vomiting, chest pain, seizures, and sudden numbness on one side of your body. Like a stroke? Yeah, you know, it's just like... What is tyramine in? All numb. So, okay, tyramine, I had to look up like what it was in because I was like, I don't fucking know. I've never heard of this shit before. I'm no scientist. But it is in air dried meats, aged meats, sausage, old meats, pickled herring, poultry, fish, red wine, beer from tap, aged cheeses, including blue, brick, brie, cheddar, parmesan, romano, and Swiss cheese. Also, sauerkraut tofu miso soup bean curd fava beans and you should just like limit or avoid all alcohol in general and avoid caffeine so like i'm out i'm not i'm not gonna fuck with st john's wort i was feeling really good at the beginning of that because i was like oh yeah it's just like all all meat baby all, all meat all like decadent heavy shit that i don't eat and then it was like like what was it like fucking alcohol alcohol caffeine so, tofu so i guess you pro- probably got to be like really Oh, natural. No, so. no pleasures, no vices. No. And you're like, I also don't want to go to the doctor. You're just eating from the land. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, and Tara told me that if you're on birth control, it just might stop working. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Who would take this? Why is anyone taking this? Are you all not busy enough? No, not busy like, at all. I'm really bored. I'm super bored. Then we've got valerian, which is a another very, very pretty flower that is native to Europe and Asia. And it's M-O, which do you know what M-O stands for? Give me a minute. Yeah, think about it. I had to look it up. Magnus operanda? That is so close. It's modus operandi. Oh, man. I think I heard on CSI so many times. That's really good. Yeah. It's someone's habits of working, particularly in the context of business or criminal investigations, but also more generally. Usually they'll be like, oh, the serial killer. I bet this woman's neck was removed and her left nipple taken off. That sounds like the M.O. of a serial killer. (laughs) And then I was like 14 and like, yeah, it does. The M.O. (laughs) That was really good, though. You like you had Latin words. Were the ones that I said Latin? Yeah, they oh. were wrong, but like they were so <laughs> close. Like that was a lot further than like it could have been. I was like, master opus? No. Nope. Magnum opus? Nope. 
So its MO is all about sleep and relaxation, baby. Valerian is used in dietary supplements for sleep aids, and it is also said to help anxiety, headaches, digestive problems, and menopause problems. And of course, it's important to consult your doctor if you're pregnant or have liver problems. Menopause problems. Menopause problems. Like men at menopause? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got menopause. Many? Got anyway, n- give me. 99 menopause problems <laughs> and one valerian root. And one is my uterus. <laughs> then we've got turmeric, which as we know it, is a spice made from dried powdered turmeric root. And turmeric is actually amazing. It did say it could cure cancer, but we're going to like ignore that Yeah, part. don't do that Don't one. listen then to that. Ignore that one. But all the other articles said it was very good. So it's in curry, and it even has its own latte, the mm-hmm. turmeric latte. Mm-hmm. It's like, That's ooh. like Casey Lynn favorite. I was like, you speak my language. I'm feeling a little saucy. It is also known as the most effective nutritional supplement in existence in the world. This, is this like kale? Is this like people are like making big claims? No, kale is a lie. Okay. Is this a lie? No, because lots of articles said it wasn't. Okay. We're going to commit on this No, it is. Podcast. It is. I've done a lot of research about turmeric. Yeah, it's really great. It's going to be good, it's guys. Good. We promise. <laughs> the, 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 her, her voice says happy, but her big gaping mouth says shut the fuck up. <laughs> we start selling it next week. <laughs> <laughs> Our essential turmeric oil. Amazing. It is a natural anti-inflammatory compound. Increases your antioxidant capacity. These are all like big long words that sound like it does great things and it's linked to improved brain functioning and gives those who take it a lower risk of brain disease like being dumb yeah probably i got the brain disease. like i got the brain farts helping with symptoms of depression and arthritis so it's just like hey let me give you a little pick me up you know it's mm-hmm. a little like boop, boop, little boost and of course like don't do too much of a good thing baby which is smart sweet angelic IQ above 180 baby witches. Wow, that's really smart. They are so smart. They're all in Mensa. Yes. So fucking smart. (laughs) Someone took 1,500 milligrams twice daily of turmeric, and it had caused a dangerous abnormal heart rhythm. But that's 3,000 milligrams a day, and that's a lot. And my baby adorable witches would know so much better than to overdo a good thing. Mm Mm-hmm. This is why we're a bi-weekly podcast. Yeah. We can't give you all too much of what you love. <laughs> Unless you pay $5 a month on patreon.com slash which yes. So plants you don't have to eat to enjoy the benefits of. I don't know. Am I really enjoying it if I'm not eating it or putting it up my nose? You Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So that's having fun with plants. And this is just enjoying the company of plants. Ah, I see. Clean, sober, fun with spider plants and peace lilies and other air purifying plants. Ooh. So spider plants are some of my favorite plants. I have 12. Yeah, she has a lot. I was introduced to one earlier today that has beautiful flowers on it. Thank you. Thank you. So I popped all these plants myself. They're very easy to take care of. Before we had good ventilation systems, printmakers used to hang them from the ceiling in their studios because they're great at absorbing carbon monoxide and other fumes. Ooh, weird. I know. They don't need much sunlight. They're pretty hard to kill, to be honest, because I've tried so many times. Not me, my depression. Yeah. And then they make babies, and then the babies make babies, and those babies make babies. Aww. And if you're human, and you have human babies, or non-human babies, I guess, they get a hold of them, they're non-toxic, so you can munch on them, and it's fine. I love that. NASA did a whole study in 1989 about air purifying plants and has measurements that say like how many plants you should have per 100 square feet, which is three plants, and then ranks them for their effectiveness. I think that's like the most legit organization we've ever mentioned in any of our episodes. NASA says. Yeah. NASA. They send people into fucking space like they can't be lying to the public, (laughs) you know? They can't. It's dangerous if they do. Yeah. The next one is chrysanthemum. Ooh, I like those. Bugs hate chrysanthemums. Mosquitoes, ticks, Japanese beetles, spider mites, all of them. Roaches, all of them. The flowers give off pyrethrum. Guys, I'm not a, oh, 
these are long words, mm -hmm. and has been used in insect repellent sprays, like the kind that you oh. take when you're going camping with your family you against spray your all over, you get it in your eye, you're crying. You're crying, you and, smell bad. I mean, you've already lost Uno, but you just blame it on the bug spray. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that cute boy on the other side of the campsite saw you crying. And then there's communal showers, so you just have to strip naked to get it off anyway, and it's already anxiety-inducing, and you're like, I guess I'm just not showering this weekend. It's okay. <laughs> I'll go in the lake. Got a weird smell. Anyway, but the flowers only last like eight weeks. So you have to like continue buying these things. Oh. Like they only bloom for eight weeks at a time. So you could either continue buying them during their season or you can plant them and just know that like in these eight weeks, they're going to be blooming each year. Okay. What I don't get is that a decent amount of sources said that it's toxic for pets and humans too. It's listed as a carcinogen by the agency for carcinogen by the agency for toxic substances and disease registry, and that you'll see like chrysanthemum tea for like sore throats and shit, and for like cleansing your liver. So like I don't really know, and I'm comfortable not knowing because I don't like tea. But, but we're not supposed to eat these. But if you like tea, maybe you should get into the business of knowing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the whole thing where like I've read a bunch of shit that like dandelion, like if you tried to harvest your own dandelions. And then, like, try to eat them. You're going to poop. In a good way or a bad way? In, like, a bad way. Oh, and okay. then, like, also, but it's good for, like, other things. And then it's, like, I just, like, don't know what's going to weigh outweigh the bad. <laughs> and I don't know who to trust. So maybe don't eat this one and NASA just wait. didn't write this article. Right? NASA doesn't give a shit. About chrysanthemums. About bugs and chrysanthemums. They are not sending chrysanthemums <laughs> up in space. No, just... Just oh my spider God. plants. Imagine the one like bug that gets locked in there accidentally. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what happened? Mom! <laughs> Cops! And then they die up there, obviously, even yeah, if clearly. there's oxygen. But like, they have a short lifespan. What are they going to eat? How traumatic. One roach. No warning. One roach is alive. <laughs> Has colonized Mars. I wouldn't be super surprised if... They didn't find tardigrades on Mars. Like those little water bear things. Anyway, so plants. Plants. That pollinators love. Like bees. Yeah. Okay, great. So I want you to Google pollinator friendly plants followed by your state or province. Usually, if it's a good country or once was, <laughs> your local government will have some kind of hideous document available that looks like it was made in 2001 in Microsoft Word. You're going to click on it. And usually, because I didn't go through every province to make sure that it was good for all of you, you're going to find out information like when the plant typically blooms, its light requirements, its natural habitat, and what kind of pollinators it's going to attract. The one for New York, which was hideous, is thorough enough that when you look up Echinacea purpurea, aka the purple cone flower, which is like, looks like a spiky little golf ball, and then he's got like a lazy little skirt of flowers Aww. at the bottom, like a hula dancer adorable attracts painted lady butterflies and monarch butterflies there's also an episode of ologies by Allie ward about butterflies and it's amazing and nasty butterflies like to suck on dead bodies because it's what? sweet why would it be sweet because that's what dead body happens i mean they also like poison apparently they so. like poison too psychopaths it's crazy so like we said in this episode, because of our time constraints, we didn't get into like, what is Chinese herbal medicine? What is traditional Latinx medicine? The history of healers? All the stuff that we really wanted to talk about. And I think that probably means that we're going to dedicate entire episodes to those topics, maybe later in the year or next year. But it was just way too much to cover in an hour. But if you, baby witches, you. You. You listening. Yes, you. If you have a story about herbalism or plant-based medicine that's been passed down, those stories are things that we want to hear. So like DM us or email us and maybe we'll share it on air. And I'm going to share one that's not plant related. Tell me. And is about my crazy grandmother. On your mom's side? On my mom's side. Excellent. Azelle. This bitch. <laughs> Azelle, whose birthday is close to mine. Excellent. So we don't know if her real name's Azelle. It might be Virginia. Excellent. So wild history Oh, aside, she's a lot. Yeah. Her mother died when she was really young and um, I think like 11 or 12. And she was with her younger brother and they were taken in by what was what she said were a very mean aunt and uncle. Mm -hmm. They lived on a farm. And one time Azelle was bitten by a rattlesnake. That's crazy. They were like, she's going to die. 
And what they did is that they took one of the chickens on the farm, held it by the face, cracked its neck like <gasps> a whip, and laid the dead chicken on her leg until she got better. What the fuck? They don't even try sucking out the poison or anything? No, they didn't. None of that shit. None of that shit that you would you learned about on Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So then my Aunt Nazelle apparently was very proud of her ability to break chicken necks better than anyone else on the farm. What? Like a whip. Ew. Horrifying. Ew. Baby, don't put dead chickens on your legs. But does it work? I don't Scientifically? know. She didn't die. Because I'm here. I guess she's a witch. I think so. Ooh. Ooh. And she's a Scorpio. Ooh. Anyway, message us with your stories. And and if you ate anything very bad, we want to know. Oh, yeah. If you've like, eaten anything bad. Message us your shame for us to share with other baby witches so that yeah. they know better. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. Excellent. All right. All right. <sighs> I guess Stretching. it's time. All right. Here we go. I was scared for like two seconds that you weren't going to do it and I was just going to have to go into it without like my entrance. Would you do it? Yeah. I mean, the show must go on. No, like, would you do the boo boo boo? Like, the, it's okay. Oh, so it's supposed to be like not. a bullet. No, you. <laughs> That's a dumb thing that you do, Tara. That is you specific. Your shame. No, it's amazing. I love it. It just like introduces me. I walk out, kiss a few baby foreheads, like, keep going. My little eight wave there we go oh that's nice oh, oh is that pretty moving into politics here we go all right is witchcraft too mainstream is our first article of the day oh well, yeah so an article from the pulitzer center came out asking the groundbreaking question is witchcraft too mainstream and we're going to go to our reporter on the scene tara keck one of the hosts of the podcast which yes to see what she thinks tara is witchcraft too mainstream uh no comments oh i don't know what do you think i'm the reporter i'm not supposed to have i'm unbiased oh i see yes is it too mainstream i would say that um it's pretty easy to appropriate isn't the right word but i think it's really easy to like take advantage of things that are popular and as like the world descends into chaos it's like pretty common historically for people to turn to anything to find meaning and i think that recently there's been like this resurgence in witchcraft because people are desperately seeking meaning in a meaningless world and that's super valid but i think that like when companies and instagram influencers take advantage of it like who is was this sephora yeah with the kit yeah the kit mm -hmm. that like kind of that was icky but like i don't know some mom like going out and like growing her own rosemary and use it to smudge even though like she doesn't really believe anything this is just like the one thing that gives her any sense of control <laughs> like that doesn't feel bad to me at all and if you want to get into witchcraft for two weeks that's fine too i don't really give a shit what you do <laughs> that was a long answer you could cut i that. love it that was such a good answer i'm sorry i said shit on the air no that's fine that's fine this is actually the howard stern show so. <laughs> we're all good as i wrote an excellent statement i could have said anything <laughs> i would have said an excellent statement regardless of what you said. milk milk lemonade round the corner fudge is made <laughs> excellent point an excellent statement the article goes on to say that wiccans and pagans comprise the majority of self-identified witches in the united states however many practitioners recently identify as eclectic witches which I guess is kind of what we're doing, too. I guess we're like mm -hmm. eclectic witches. Eclectic witches adapt their beliefs from a variety of sources and traditions with a focus on the natural world. Being good to your environment, shit like that. Things that are important. The increase in the number of self-identified witches in the U.S. has greatly affected many businesses who are now gearing more towards the witch market than ever before. Manhattan's own Rockstar Crystals, giving you positivity and hoping you survive the quarantine. <laughs> Please! has the largest collection of crystals and minerals in New York City. And in the last few years, their clientele went from gemologists and geologists to those more interested in metaphysical memorabilia. Can you kind of, <laughs> you have like scientists coming to your store and then you have like the 12 year old who read like the first Harry Potter coming yep. to your store. Do you have rose quartz? <laughs> and they're just like, guys, we got to pivot. We got to pivot. 
One of the major pushes in witchcraft is that celebrities are now getting into crystals. Adele always carries citrine whenever she performs, and even Kylie Jenner is super into crystal healing. But when you're like a, quote, self-made billionaire, you can like be into anything, you yeah, know? So true, true. good for her. Good for her. So is witchcraft too mainstream? Is witchcraft too cool? Should we abandon it now and start another counterculture? I don't really give a fuck. I just like don't really care. Yeah. Like, why are you writing this article? Like, cool about the rock store. Like, I want to go to the rock store now. Yeah. Thanks for that tip. Yeah. It just seemed like someone was like, oh, it's weird that this is happening. I want to make people feel insecure about their interests. And also, the thing about at least our baby witches, Mm -hmm. I hear about this a lot, okay? I'm on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk to them. I talk to them. I try not to. You scare me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But I feel like a lot of them are like, hey, like... I've always been really worried about my interest in this and I like, you know, I don't feel comfortable talking to a lot of people about this and this makes me feel like I have friends and that this is okay and fun and it's like, this is just people that have been told their whole lives that like what they're doing is weird and like attention seeking and like strange and and now it's okay to do that. Yeah. It's more popularly accepted. I don't know. Because nerd culture came. Mm-hmm. Came and hit. Yeah, I was just like, what a fun question. They don't address the answer to the question in the whole article. <laughs> it's just to make you feel insecure. It's make you, to make you question it yourself and then you decide yourself, I guess. Or is it like, it might just be like clickbait. Is it too mainstream? I was like, I'll click it. Are your bangs too short? Uh, they probably are. Is your foundation too yellow? Or cakey? Ugh. Yep. Fucking rude as shit. Next article. Hogwarts online classes. Hogwarts is here, and I mean, that's the URL. (laughs) (laughs) Hogwartsishere.com. Nice. All right, so I've done some sleuthing for you. Thank you. There are a bunch of Hogwarts-related classes you can take on the site, and they're actually all graded by real people, which is quite an endeavor. So it's created by fans, for fans. There's no, like, J.K. Rowling attached. There's no who's in charge Warner Brothers studio attached. None of that's attached. And it's getting way too popular, and the site will eventually crash. But we can enjoy it while it's here. So you can take classes from charms to defense against the dark arts to a history of magic, and you can study for, like, your OWL exams, like your OWL exams. So this is kind of like a fun little, like, shit, I'm unemployed and broke. Like, the internet's... (laughs) Well, I'm still paying that right now. Well, but. I paid that for the month, so I get access to that. <laughs> so I'm going to do this. And if you get the top marks in your classes, your teacher could even nominate you to be the head girl or boy. Oh, my dream. A dream. Just to be the smartest nerd of all the nerds. <laughs> Fuck everyone. And you can gather on community chat boards, like in the Great Hall, which isn't that kind of cute to name like your chat room, the Great Hall. Like, I, I think that's adorable. And talk to other Harry Potter super fans. And it all feels very 2005, like when I was super into Harry Potter fan fiction and chat rooms. Yo, I tried going on a Harry Potter chat room today because I was like, are they still like a thing? Sad. Mm, tell me. It was like me and one other guy named Percy. And I was like, I don't want to talk to Percy. <laughs> That kid's a narc. I'm like, no, absolutely not. So it's all the fun of 2005 without like the bad fan fiction. Nice. That's pretty great. And so I wanted to take some of these classes to give y'all a little spy research on it. But of course, the site was down for maintenance. So I didn't. I know. There's a sad face in my notes. Hmm. A sad smiley. But it still sounds like fun. So if you don't have much to do and if they're still working and haven't completely crashed by now, you can just check out Hogwarts inspired classes at HogwartsIsHere.com for free. Wow. That's free education. Free education. Free college. Yeah. Thanks, Bernie Sanders. Oh, rip. We should have supported Marianne Williamson more, guys. Like, she was really going to be the one. After she apologized about the autism thing, I felt better about it. I love it when politicians apologize i do too it's so humbling it's nice yeah that was my big thing about elizabeth warren like yes she had different policies beginning out but she changed and grew like a human being and Mm -hmm. not like changed before like everything started like she changed decades ago all about that shit anyways our last story of the day which is also cute so don't worry finland's easter witch custom changes with pandemic Okay, so story time. Okay, sit down. Sit down, get comfy. Okay, so once upon a time in the year 2019, 
Finland's little witches could do as they please. Every Palm Sunday in Finland, these little witches, like children, not your five foot one adult friend named Barbara, <laughs> who's always drunk at the bar because oh, she no. can't handle her alcohol. She loves Mai Tais. She loves Mai Tais and she always gets a little too frisky, but we're going to ignore her. All right. <laughs> they would go door to door dressed up and pass out willow branches to their neighbors. And then they would recite like a little chant to each household. And in return, they could get candy. This is springtime Halloween. This is adorable. Yeah. But alas, it is no longer the case these days. When times get apocalyptic, you got to change your little Easter witch traditions. This year, the kids had to put a little more thought into how they were going to safely celebrate their tradition while abiding by social distancing guidelines. This is what they did. This is the action plan. First, they called houses ahead of time to let them know that they are going to be leaving willow branches and cards at people's doors. You don't want to sneak attack anyone. There are those people who are like, oh, yeah, I put it in the hall and no one can touch our packages for like five days until I've considered them safe. None of that shit. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to let people know ahead of time. And then two, when the fateful day came, Palm Sunday, our little witches would still three get dressed up adorably. So they're anything from like bunnies to witches and then they can be like Harry Potter. It's basically like cute Halloween, like only cute Halloween. Chibi like kawaii Halloween. Yeah, in the spring. And they would make sure, (laughs) don't cry, don't cry, it's fine, they're still happy. So they would make sure they were six feet apart from any little friend. You know, you got to stay with like your own little group. You can fucking cough on them. But the other kids have to be six feet cough apart. in your mother's mouth. Exactly. I mean, you came from her vagina. You owe it to her. <laughs> Just on fire today, baby. <laughs> and then they would still bring the little willow branches and they would put them like either at the door or at like the apartment block's main doors. Then the residents would fling candy from outside their windows to the little witches on the ground. And so that the kids scramble and pick up their candy like vultures. Like rats. Like rats. Like cute little rats all dressed up. And pick up their candy from the ground. And so one household even rigged like a fucking pulley system with an Easter basket where they put the candy in there and they like lowered it down and the kids could be like, there it is. Their greasy little paws grab what they want and pull it back up. And voila, nothing can put us down when we come together as a community of little witches. And I'm so proud that our littlest witches from Finland are able to still have a good time in the midst of all this chaos. That's why I wanted to tell you the story. (laughs) It's so cute. It's so adorable. (laughs) I didn't even know this tradition existed. (laughs) It's so cute. We are never gonna be that cute. It's over. No, we're too old. It's over for us. God damn. Okay. All right. And that's been witches in the news. <laughs> actually crying. Okay. Let's take a deep breath. It's time for the spell. Let's do it. Alicia found this one. I found it. You're welcome. It's an easy spell. Oh, so easy. For grounding. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything. You don't need anything. Well, you need a body. And you need air. And you need air. And you need the ability. So you can't do this outside in space. Well, you can't do much. In space? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have that suit on. Have you not seen all those YouTube videos of what's... Astronauts are like, this is what it's like to cry in space. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. I want you to draw your breath in slowly in a controlled manner until your belly is full. This is belly breathing. Mm-hmm. Okay. When it is at its fullest peak. Like so bloated. When you are pregnant with air. Mm-hmm. Hold your breath right there. While holding your breath, recite in your mind, I am safe, I am healthy, and I am whole. Exhale in a slow, controlled manner. Not panicked. Slowly control like a beautiful ocean breeze. And then I want you to do this at least three more times until you feel better. I love it. And I love you. This is from Cindy Brannon at pathios.com. Thank you, Cindy. I feel very relaxed. Yo, okay. So anytime I decide I'm going to do three breaths, the first breath is over. I'm like, this is stupid. The second breath is over. I'm like, I'm a fucking fool. That third breath, though, oof, comes it gets off you? easy. Oh. Like, that's the one that gets me. You just have to like fight through it. It's like going mm-hmm. to the gym, I think. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Oh, my gosh. That has been our episode of herbalism today. And we didn't get sued yet. Oh my gosh. And you guys can buy our turmeric essential oil <laughs> at no. our Instagram. No. 
no, no. So, if you want to find Alicia, where do they find you? At Alicia period Herder. So I like forgot. Easy. Oh God, what is my? <laughs> uh, what was your oldest? It was inspiration for the bold. Oh yeah, that's right. I tried looking for my Instagram with that handle the other day, and I was like, why can't I find my Instagram? the wrong handle my handle is my name it's now on very adult and mine's not because if you want to find me i'm tara <laughs> on instagram you can find me at her lovely face because it's a beautiful looking face it's getting there man i got that makeup at walgreens <laughs> or underscore little moss so little moss is for my selfies and her lovely face is my art we would like to thank marcel perez our producer mallory porter our creative director which please check out her new podcast called bitch prince she shouted us out on it. It was so sweet. Oh my God, I surprised I loved me. it. And then Kevin McLeod, who does our music for our intro and outro. Never shuts us out. He probably wants to shut us out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys, we need some iTunes reviews. If you listen to this far, thank you. You are the ones that get to enjoy sometimes the goof-ups that happen at the end. <laughs> Not everyone gets to enjoy those. You're a special select few. So you, as an elite member mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. BB Witch Witch Yes Coven, and you should go onto iTunes and give us five stars. And you can say anything you could say. I ate that plant and it was bad. Okay. Okay. You could say thanks. So then <laughs> the issue is, is that we don't advertise. Um, we're not with a network. People truly cannot find us without you. So all of our followers come from people telling them about other things i didn't which say is that pretty right. cool yeah we're on instagram at which yes that's where we're posting basically everything if you're listening to us on your device screen grab it and put it in your stories and then tag us and we'll share you on our instagram and people will become your friend and it's super cute and everyone has a good time i also do fun quizzes it's awesome and we make like little drawings and then we also recently i was looking for which owned candle companies and which own like mm-hmm. you know witchy material companies that are still open during the pandemic but like need help help so everyone that sent me something I shared it I love that and it was great and I'm excited to get my candles you can also email us at witchyespodcast at gmail send us pictures of you doing the spell not this one that's just you breathing (laughs) (laughs) that could be awkward I guess you could that sounds like porn you know tell us about the plants in your garden Take pictures of your inside garden and send it to us. And tell me about your favorite plant and tell me about your favorite medicine that is from a doctor. Mine mm-hmm. is norethindrone acetate. Ooh, that's a long one. It's five milligrams. Anyway, <laughs> um, you can also find us on Patreon. And on there, we are doing extra episodes from a series called Vault of the Obscure. At the $5 level, you get access to that. We're getting a large archive a large archive of Mm -hmm. all of those episodes so you're not just getting one episode when you spend five dollars you're getting like five so at this point and it's going to be more by the time you listen to this if you reach 250 dollars which is basically just 50 patrons we'll start releasing vaults of the obscure twice a month which is going to make this a weekly podcast Oof, that's crazy i don't know if we're ready i don't think we are but we will be yep always Mm -hmm. and this has been which yes Bye. bye stay home (laughs) 